Welcome to Midday Prayer for Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023, the 10th day of Christmas. Our help is in the name of the Lord, Maker of heaven and earth. There is good news of great joy for all. Our Savior is born, the Messiah, the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. A reading from the book of Judith. Judea on the alert. When the Israelites living in Judea heard of everything that Holofernes, the general of Nebuchadnezzar, the king of the Assyrians, had done to the nations, and how he had plundered and destroyed all their temples, they were therefore greatly terrified at his approach. They were alarmed both for Jerusalem and for the temple of the Lord their God. For they had only recently returned from exile, and all the people of Judea had just now gathered together, and the sacred vessels and the altar and the temple had been consecrated after their profanation. So they sent word to every district of Samaria, and to Kona, Beth-Horon, Belmaian, and Jericho, and to Koba, and Arasoa, and the valley of Salem. They immediately seized all the high hilltops, and fortified the villages on them, and stored up food in preparation for war, since their fields had recently been harvested. The high priest Joachim, who was in Jerusalem at the time, wrote to the people of Bethulia and Betomestaim, which faces Ezraelon, opposite the plain near Dothan, ordering them to seize the mountain passes, since by them Judea could be invaded, and it would be easy to stop any who tried to enter, for the approach was narrow, wide enough for only two at a time to pass. A reading from the book of Genesis. Jacob left Beersheba and went toward Haran. He came to a certain place and stayed there for the night, because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones of the place, he put it under his head and lay down in that place. And he dreamed that there was a stairway set up on the earth, the top of it reaching to heaven, and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And the Lord stood beside him and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie I will give to you and to your offspring, and your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth. And you shall spread abroad to the west and to the east, and to the north and to the south, and all the families of the earth shall be blessed in you and in your offspring. Know that I am with you, and will keep you wherever you go, and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob woke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God and this is the gate of heaven. So Jacob rose early in the morning, and he took the stone that he had put under his head, and set it up for a pillar, and poured oil on the top of it. He called that place Bethel, but the name of the city was Lutz at the first. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me, and will keep me in this way that I go, and will give me bread to eat and clothing to wear, so that I come again to my father's house in peace, Then the Lord shall be my God, and this stone, which I have set up for a pillar, shall be God's house, and of all that you give me, I will surely give one-tenth to you. Holy Wisdom, 
Holy Word. Thanks be to God. The Nicene Creed Introduction In the first three centuries, the Church found itself in a hostile environment. On the one hand, it grappled with the challenge of relating the language of the Gospel developed in a Hebraic and Jewish Christian context to a Greco-Roman world. On the other hand, it was threatened not only by persecution, but also by ideas that were in conflict with the biblical witness. In AD 312, Constantine won control of the Roman Empire in the Battle of Milvian Bridge. Attributing his victory to the intervention of Jesus Christ, he elevated Christianity to favored status in the empire. One God, one Lord, one faith, one church, one empire, one emperor became his motto. The new emperor soon discovered that one faith and one church were fractured by theological disputes, especially conflicting understandings of the nature of Christ, long a point of controversy. Arius, a priest of the church in Alexandria, asserted that the divine Christ, the word through whom all things have their existence, was created by God before the beginning of time. Therefore, the divinity of Christ was similar to the divinity of God, but not of the same essence. Arius was opposed by the bishop, Alexander, together with his associate and successor, Athanasius. They affirmed that the divinity of Christ the Son is of the same substance as the divinity of God the Father. To hold otherwise, they said, was to open the possibility of polytheism, and to imply that knowledge of God in Christ was not final knowledge of God. To counter a widening rift within the Church, Constantine convened a council in Nicaea in AD 325. A creed reflecting the position of Alexander and Athanasius was written and signed by a majority of the bishops. Nevertheless, the two parties continued to battle each other. In 381, a second council met in Constantinople. It adopted a revised and expanded form of the AD 325 creed, now known as the Nicene Creed. The Nicene Creed is the most ecumenical of creeds. The Presbyterian Church USA joins with Eastern Orthodox, Roman Catholic, and most Protestant churches in affirming it. Nevertheless, in contrast to Eastern Orthodox churches, the Western churches state that the Holy Spirit proceeds not only from the Father, but from the Father and the Son, in Latin, filioque. To the Eastern churches, saying that the Holy Spirit proceeds from both Father and Son threatens the distinctiveness of the person of the Holy Spirit. To the Western churches, the filioque guards the unity of the triune God. This issue remains unresolved in the ecumenical dialogue. Let us examine ourselves in the light of the teaching of our Lord Jesus Christ, as given in the Beatitudes. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Keep our hearts, O Lord, always open to you, so that we may be constantly renewed by your grace amid all the perils, dangers, restlessness, and complexity of our days. Give us the peace of those whose minds are always fixed on you. Help us to live as children of the light. Keep us from discord and bitterness in our earthly relationships, and grant us, we pray, kind and forbearing spirits, so that we may be makers of peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. 
Amen. God of mystery and might, we praise and worship you, for you came in silence while all lay sleeping to enter our world as a child of humble birth. We thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, born of your handmaid Mary. In his face we behold your glory, for in his life as in his death is your gift of salvation. By your Spirit make our hearts burn with thanksgiving, that we may give as we have received. Let our whole lives be gifts of praise to you, God of love and peace, in the gracious name of Jesus Christ, your Son, by the power of your Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever. Amen. The God of peace be with us. Amen. Bless the Lord. The Lord's name be praised.